listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, Episode 6 on Ed Reach, Sending Our Kids to the Mines. Welcome to this week's Ed Gamer Podcast. We don't like the word podcast. We're going to try to use episodes somewhere down the road. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. I don't think that was big enough, Jerry. <laughs> Come on. A big <laughs> voice. There you go. We can leave that in. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. <laughs> I will give you the education angle on any type of games ranging from tabletops to MMOs, which means what, Jerry? Massively multiplayer online right. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And this week, we have our first guest. Uh, me, Joel Levin. There you go. <laughs> See? It just rolls right in there, Joel. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, give us a little bit about yourself. My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher at Schomburg High School in Schomburg, Illinois. And Jerry? Or J- Jerry? I just said <laughs> Joel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> My name's uh, Joel Levin, and I am a computer teacher in the lower school of the Columbia Grammar and Preparatory School in uh, New York City. Okay. I think it, that's a long name, Jerry. Uh, see, I'm not used to having anybody else with us. It's usually Jerry. So, Joel. There we go. Joel, that's yes. a long name. Can you, can you explain that one for us, please? Uh, of, of the name of the school? Uh, well, the lower school. Right. So I, uh, I teach first and second grade uh, computer classes, um, uh, mainly, although I also teach some high school electives, uh, as, as my schedule allows. Um, and it's at the uh, Columbia Grammar School, which is Columbia Grammar and Preparatory School, which basically just means the lower school and the upper school of, uh, of, uh, of my school. There you go. Yeah. It's cool. Right. Yeah, see, we can have you stumble. Yeah, along good. You, Joel. So my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host, and it's getting late on Wednesday night and getting a little giddy, I think. I'm getting second wind. And I'm a sixth-grade soul studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. So tonight, Joel has joined us, and the reason why Joel has joined us is that a good friend of mine, uh, Justin, he sent me an article from a website that shall not be named because <laughs> it makes Jerry laugh a lot. And uh, so that uh, that website kind of led us on to uh, Minecraft Teacher, which that's who Joel is, and some of the work that he does within his school and his class. And to say that I am, um, I, I am thoroughly impressed. I was thoroughly impre- impressed with the site, and then finding out later that uh, it was this is basically first and second graders working with this program called Minecraft. I'm even more thoroughly impressed. Um, and so, what we're going to do tonight is that we're going to grill Joel. Minecraft teacher, and get some information from him about how he uses Minecraft and how this could be used within your classroom. And I'm already excited about learning about this program because I think it would be wonderful to use within my classroom. And Jerry, you said that um, use because you're at the high school level. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you see today? Was it today? Yeah, it was yesterday. But yeah, you know, I walked up behind a few kids sitting in our cafeteria with laptops, as some do, and um, they were they were playing a game that looked looked real familiar to me from uh, what we had talked about last week. And I sat down, so I to talked to them a little bit, and sure enough, uh, they were playing Minecraft, and I had this whole conversation about them, and they started telling me about uh, certain celebrities that actually had like. Minecraft, you know, uh, servers and, and you could join and it, it was like ridiculously interesting to me. So, and so we're going from first and second graders, mm-hmm. you know, all the way to high school. Yeah. And to have something like this, a program, a software, a game that all can be uh, interested in. And of course, there's people that are our age and even older that, that play this and get into this game. Uh, it hits all levels. And I think that leads to uh, its interest, uh, not only for us, but, uh, you know, well, just education in general. So first thing, ask Joel, why don't you give us a little background about yourself and how you came about getting into Minecraft and, and uh, you know, why you're so tech savvy? 
Okay. Um, well, sure. Well, I, I've been uh, teaching at uh, New York City private schools for eight years now, and uh, my background's actually more of a tech background uh, rather than an education background. Um, I kind of, uh, as I was explaining to our, our fearless hosts uh, before the show started, I kind of <laughs> came through the uh, the back door into teaching, uh, and uh but I uh, found that I really like it, love working with kids, and I found that I was gravitating towards the younger and younger uh, classes, and that's that's uh, where I sort of enjoyed myself more and found that I could uh, have the most impact on these kids. Um, so, what was your tech your tech background? Um, I had done uh, well. I actually have a computer science degree. Uh, and I had uh, done a, a few different jobs in the dot-com world uh, and uh, some sort of basic programming stuff, but then also uh, I'd, I'd kind of gravitate towards system administration, and uh, I, I'd always been interested in gaming and running various game servers. Uh, I was kind of around for the early Quake days and oh, uh, awesome. running <laughs> uh, running. That's kind of the, the first game servers that I uh, had a had an uh, opportunity to to run and kind of figured out uh, some of the community aspects of this, of sort of hosting a game for for a, a group of players, some of which you may know, some of which you may not know, um, and um, always enjoyed that. And uh, I ended up at uh, Columbia U- University for a number of years and uh, sort of, I guess I was kind of gravitating slowly towards uh, the education world. And then uh, when the uh, dot-com bubble burst uh, in you know, the uh, early 2000s, uh, I was unemployed for a while and, uh, you know, probably would not have thought to look for a job at a school unless I, unless I was uh, desperate, for lack of a better word, but, you know, I'm so, so <laughs> Thanks, glad, <Joel>. so <laughs> glad I did. No, 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 I, uh, I'm so I'm glad just I did. I'm <laughs> Uh, because, uh, you know, I found that I, I really liked it and I, and I think I'm good in it. And, uh, I was able to, you know, now a number of years later, I'm kind of able to, to, uh, to finally take a lot of my different interests, uh, sort of in networking and, and gaming and education and kind of roll it all into one. And, uh, uh, when I first saw the game Minecraft, uh, you know, something really clicked. I, I was like, you know what, this is going to be, well, first of all, this is going to be big. This is going to be a very popular game, and this is something that I think I could use uh, professionally. Uh, so I guess I first saw Minecraft in uh, back in August, uh, back in the summer. You know, I, it was on my summer break, and I had some time to play with it. Um, and... You know, it was still in alpha then. Now it's uh, technically in beta. Um, and there's uh, almost 2 million people have bought this game and are playing this wow. around the world. <laughs> so it's it's a very popular game. And, you know, I, I can describe the game in a, in a, in a moment, let, I suppose. Let, I'm gonna, or should I'm we do that? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. going to back you up a little bit because it's. I think Jerry understands this too. First of all, when you look at the total number of teachers around the country and then you, you have a certain number, and then you take those that are avid computer gamers or have you know a technology background, those numbers drop significantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're dealing with a much smaller area. Now you're talking about a person that has gaming experience, but also has the server and and technical expertise that that you have. Now you're getting into a even smaller number. Um, well- and I think that's – I think your background and experiences uh, has helped you get to this point. I, I, I would definitely agree with that. And I, you know, I sort of draw on a lot of my, my own uh, experiences and, and, uh, and skill sets uh, with what I do in the class. But I don't think um, you know, uh, my level of expertise – well, you know, somebody without my skills could still do something really worthwhile uh, with Minecraft, uh, just using yeah. the game, the game as it is. Uh, I mean, I'm sort of taking the game and changing it and modifying it uh, to yeah. specifically kind of meet the needs of uh, the second grade classes that I teach. But uh, you know, there's a lot of value uh, with the games out of the box, so to speak, that, uh, okay. that another person could use. Yeah. So, okay. Let's now. Let's. What is Minecraft? What? Okay. How can you describe? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a very wonderful about a episode or podcast, whatever you want to call it, uh, of how how do you describe something within an audio version of uh, you know 
an episode like this. Yeah. So, well, Minecraft is is a very uh, open ended game. It's a it's very expansive, and a, and a lot of people are doing different things to it. So I'll just sort of I'll, I'll kind of uh, describe what it does when you start playing. So you start the game, and uh, the game generates. A, a completely random world that you know no one's ever seen before. Anytime you start the game, it will or it can generate a brand new world, and the world goes on uh, virtually forever. Uh, you can start exploring this world. There are uh, rolling hills and forests and oceans and lakes and deserts and tundras and all these different uh, terrains. However, it's uh, it looks it sort of has a retro look. Everything is very blocky. You're sort of in this world, and everything is a cube. Uh, you know, the hills are made up of cubes of dirt. The trees are, you know, sort of a column of wood cubes, and uh, there, there's there's cube leaves, and it you know it kind of uh, it kind of has a retro look and feel, but it also kind of look like looks like Legos. And then um, the analogy to Legos uh, sort of keeps coming up the more the more you play uh, play the game Minecraft, because what you do is uh, you can start, uh, a player can start uh, digging up dirt, digging up stone, chopping down these trees, and sort of all of these blocks in the world become blocks that you can carry. And then uh, the beauty of it is that you can replace these blocks. You can put them back in the world in any way that you can imagine. So, you know, let's say you chop down a bunch of trees, you can put that wood right back down in the shape of a house, and uh, voila, you've built a house. Um, but then what you do in the game is, uh, so there's there's dozens of different types of materials and resources, and you, uh, uh, in the language... So what, is there, uh, sorry, is there, okay, so you go in, mm -hmm. is your whole purpose to build... Uh, it's one of these games where you kind of have to define your own purpose, um, uh, but generally, yes, most people spend their time their time building. Um, now, I'm I'm sort of going to I've been describing and I'm going to keep describing the the this kind of the official game. What you know, if you if you purchase a game online, download it, install it on your computer, this is what you'll get. This is not necessarily how I'm using it in the classroom. Okay. Um, so you're, it's 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 you're in this idyllic world and you're you're creating things and you're building and and everything's hunky dory. There's cute little animals uh, that are also very cubic <laughs> running around <laughs> you know you can uh, you can uh, you know get wool from a sheep you can get uh, meat from a pig you can get leather from a cow etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, then what happens is the sun goes down and oh, and, the and the monsters come <laughs> oh. out right there's uh, there are there are there's a there's a set of uh, monsters so the game sort of has a natural rhythm you uh, you, you kind of spend your days gathering resources uh, building so, structures oh, okay. fortifying yourself uh, making weapons in order to be able to uh, survive the night, and the game kind of okay. repeats and you grow. So you now you're dealing with younger kids. Are these kids having nightmares? Uh, so no. So when Zombies? I uh, so I uh, I turn off all the monsters. So oh, you can turn it. That's good. Wow. So yes. Yeah, so when you run your own server, so as I was saying, I was describing the game right, right. Uh, as as you know. So it's a survival game. The 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 purchased game, the regular out. At, I don't know if you call out of the box game. Um, that has these monsters that come out at night, and you're just basically trying to survive and building up your area. Correct, correct. And you know, if you if you just go on YouTube and uh, type in the word Minecraft, you can see just some absolutely amazing things that people have done with yes. that framework. I mean, I have seen some of those. <laughs> I mean, people crazy. are building you know castles and cathedrals, and 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 you know when they start playing together in multiplayer servers, there's uh, entire cities uh, that people have built collaboratively, and it's just you know. Uh, there's something about this game that really unlocks people's imaginations, and and they've done some absolutely incredible things. Um, so you know, when you run your own server, you have the ability to really sort of uh, uh, change the way the the world works, change the way the game works. So you know, the the first thing I did was turn off the monsters. You know, I mean, I think there could be some <laughs> value at you know maybe not at second grade, but in a certain age group to having having these monsters in the game, they, they actually, um, 
you know, they, 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 their sole purpose is not to kill the player. Um, you know, you, you can get resources from them, which will enable you to do other things in the game. But, you know, I really, I really thought at, at second grade, and I just want to correct something you said earlier. I, I'm oh. only using Minecraft with second graders. Uh, okay. I teach first grade, but I haven't uh, used Minecraft with them as of yet. Okay. And, and my guess is I probably <clears throat> won't, uh, just mostly because the, the control scheme is, is, is a little alien to, uh, to most kids. I, you know, yeah. these kids are... You could probably to... have some first graders would be okay, but... Yeah. Are... Yeah, I mean, there, there, were, there were some second graders that, that, that really struggled to kind of figure out the, the, the controls of the game. Uh, so, okay, so you have this, you have this game. How do you, how did you set up your own server? What do you need to do there? Um, well, these uh, there are there are some guides on the uh, on the official Minecraft website. Um, you you download the server software. You uh, run it on uh, usually on on a you know not the computer you intend to play on, uh, but a computer either on the internet or on a local network. And uh, you know it's pretty much you just double click it and it runs. And it you can if you can connect to that computer, you can play the game. As it was intended, uh, except you're on a server and you can have a friend or many people join, and you're all in this world together, much as I've described it. Um, but now, and, and this is this is where the the rabbit hole goes very deep. Uh, there are a whole army of of gamers and coders that have written modifications and plugins and additions for for this game. There's a, there's a lot of very talented people that are very excited about this game and are kind of contributing to what you can do in the game. So uh, this is not something that, uh, you know, every teacher can do with, without some sort of uh, right. server experience. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, you can kind of pick and choose which of these modifications and plugins you wish to uh, run on your server. Is there is there like a I'm I'm sure there's a website somewhere that has a list of some of the mods and and uh, there are I mean a, a great place to start is there is a, a wiki uh, uh, devoted to Minecraft I, I believe it's the Minepedia something like that um, you know if you just Google Minecraft wiki I'm sure it would be the uh, the first link and. Uh, you know that has a links to all sorts of guides of uh, how to play the game, but then also um, right how to how to some of the different server software that's out there and and how to add in mods and um, you know one thing that uh, a teacher if they're thinking about doing this should be cautioned about and something that gave me a little pause is that the game is very much in active development. Um, they are coming out with updates all the time that very often sort of break. Uh, some of these modifications. So, you know, you can gotcha. be careful about picking and choosing what you add to the game. You, you, you don't always want the latest and greatest, but it doesn't always work out the right. best. Uh, no, and when I started uh, this project, uh, it was absolutely nerve-wracking. I was pulling out my hair because uh, there was no way to turn off automatic updates. Every time, you know, kids would uh. sit down in the computer lab and start the game, you know, every now and then, you know, one out of ten times, let's say, uh, I would see that screen saying, you know, Minecraft is being updated. Please wait. And I'm like, oh no, uh, you know, what's gonna what's gonna break this yeah. time? Uh, you know, fortunately, I was able to, you know, be uh, somewhat flexible. And you know, what there there is there is some uh, there is a teachable moment there. There is some education value. You know, talking. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked about that. This is this is new software. This is an active development. Talking about the programmers, what they were doing, and you know why it might not work. Uh, but you know, overall, it uh, it it worked out fine. And now the game finally, at last, you know, it asks you: there is an update. Do you wish to update? It's <laughs> the first thing I tell my kids: if you see that screen, you know, so click no. Do not update. Yeah, don't want to mess with that right now. Right. Yeah. So because I'm sitting here, because you know, I teach language arts and I teach soul studies, and if if they're modding as much, and you said there's two million users, you know, I'm sure somebody out there is creating uh, historical type. Areas and I think with yours, you had a pyramid built, didn't you? Um, I did. Um, so you know, it wasn't really based in in, in, <laughs> in historical accuracy. Um, but you know, so it, wasn't, it thing, wasn't Khufu's. No, no, <laughs> okay. it was uh, it was uh, Mr. Levin's pyramid. Uh, <laughs> actually, I believe I call I called it the Pyramid of Puzzles. Was what I called it. Oh, so, cool. so well, uh, let me let me just you know preamble to before I talk about that. Um, yeah. So. 
you know, when I first started with the kids, I, I really, um, I had some ideas about what we would do, about how we would kind of work on these sort of community building uh, skills. I, you know, kind of figured, gee, well, I'll teach the kids a game, and then I'll have them all build little houses, and then we'll build a town, and they'll <laughs> they'll have to share resources and figure out who's going to chop down the trees and who's going to mine the, the iron, and you know. Um, but it was really. It, it was overwhelming to them. Not the game. They they picked up the game aspects pretty well, but just the sheer open-endedness of it. It was, uh, you know, I I kind of realized at this age level with seven-year-olds, you know, I really needed to focus them and get them to, uh, you know, give them specific tasks as much as possible. And beyond that, they you know they would ask questions, well, why are we in this world who who are we why you know what are we doing here? Is this earth? Is this another planet um and i so I kind of found that I needed to give them uh, you know just a little bit of a story, a little bit of a narrative and 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 the game itself does not have that uh, deliberately so it's a it's a sandbox game um as as it's called you know it's open ended um so one of my first attempts at doing this um was this pyramid. Uh, you mentioned so. Uh, what I did is I I kind of uh, I I kind of rebooted. I said, you know what? Today we're we're just starting in a whole new world, and it's one that I've already worked on, and I've already created things for you. And I said, uh, we're going to be building houses, um, but it's very close to this ancient pyramid. So I had gone in and I had um, I had kind of cheated to give myself uh, resources in order to be able to to set this up for them. Um, I built this pyramid, and I built it out of a uh, you know, one of the hardest substances in the game, so they couldn't just dig their way into it. And I kind of set it up so it was a puzzle to to, to get inside the pyramid, to to find the door. So that's why it was the pyramid of puzzles. Um, but and I said, you know, this is this is sort of very ancient land, but they've been allowed to build their houses on there. But they're they're told not to go into the pyramid. You know, maybe they'll if they can prove that they're 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 respectful of the land and good builders, then perhaps they will be allowed to uh, enter the pyramid or fig- see if they can enter the pyramid. And uh, and they ate it up. I mean, doing it that way, giving them sort of a narrative, giving them a theme, giving them oh yeah that that made it really click for them. And, uh, you know, also in this world, I had kind of gone around and, you know, found all these little caves and, and sort of neat spaces, and I kind of stashed little treasure boxes with uh, and filled them with uh, uh, things to find and use that they could use back in their own construction projects. So Now, is this something you do on the server side that so, you create this, or is this something you created within the game and then you had the kids interact with it, it. you you can go back and forth um i'm not uh so basically i run the server and then i connect just as a you know a regular player of the game okay now of course i have extra powers i have uh you know admin powers on the server i i to <laughs> the, uh to uh to the kids in my class i said well i have teacher magic you know i say you know i could <laughs> I do things uh that they can't because i have teacher magic and it's funny so I, well, okay. Do you have to? Uh, I mean, do you have to go mining for things, or can you just, since you have the super teacher magic, that you can just go in and just build whatever you want? Right. So with my teacher magic, I can give myself uh, whatever items I need to to start building. And, That's and in fact, good. there uh, there are some incredibly powerful, although also incredibly hard to use tools for just editing the world. It's more like coding. You can you can type commands that can make, you know cubes of blocks appear and then you can edit them and deform. I mean, it's actually very powerful. It's more like working with a uh, sort of like a CAD program, um, but you are able to quickly create these these uh, very interesting worlds. Um, I'm actually, for my website, I'm kind of preparing a video of, about how this side of things works. It, it's sort of hard to describe, but uh, uh, it, again, if you want to go to YouTube, uh, if you uh, look up uh, the, the program's called World Edit, one word. Minecraft World Edit. You can see some uh, amazing things that people are doing. Uh, it, it, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent here. This is this is kind of <laughs> taking the game to the next level. But anyway, but the, the point is that, yes, I am going into these worlds beforehand, before the kids ever see it. And, uh, I mean, it's, sometimes it's hours and hours of prep work. 
I'm getting yeah. these worlds. <laughs> excuse me. I'm getting these worlds ready, kind of seeding them, sort of picking an area that I know the kids are going to work in. Um, putting things that are just there either for them to directly interact with or just there kind of thematically. Um, and then, you know, also just putting in like little Easter eggs, like little treasure boxes to find kind of as a reward for being curious and exploring or, you know, um, like, for example, you know, uh, moving around in the game is not that easy. So what I might do is put a treasure box sort of at the, uh, end of a kind of like a difficult narrow path that maybe involves some jumping. So, you know, like if a kid really masters, uh, the movement controls, there's, there's a little reward for them. And then, you know, but these rewards are always created in my, in the mind of, uh, they're, they're, they're mostly building materials. So hopefully the kid is then bringing these rewards back to the center, back to the community, back to yeah. the group. So that's great. You yeah. actually have some like built in assessment tools then. You know, for some teacher speak, some assessment tools within the game then. Maybe it's not strict or formal assessments, but you're actually, you know, allowing kids to succeed through giving them these little challenges. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yes, that's the way it, uh, it, it <laughs> plays out. I, you know, I can't, I, I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's sort of, it's half, it's half teaching, it's half, you know, coming up with the rubric, but it's also half game design the way, the way I do it. Um, I mean, I think there's many ways to approach uh, Minecraft, using Minecraft in a school, but, you know, this is the way I do it, so. Um, it seems to be working. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I've had a really uh, great response, uh, certainly from the kids. I mean, they've, uh, uh, they they love it. I mean, I've had uh, their, their classroom teachers, the second grade teachers, tell me that, the, you know, that this is all their kids talk about, that, you know, they can't wait to get to computer class. They're uh, doing, you know, they go to art class and they're, they're drawing pictures of Minecraft. They're planning this. And, uh, and uh, what's, what, what's uh, particularly rewarding for me is, you know, they're going home and they're, they're finding the Minecraft wikis and uh, they're, they're doing research and they're figuring out tricks that they can do in the game. Um, uh, back in, uh, you know, when, when they come to class. And, you know, it's, it's funny. We don't really start a unit on internet research until we do a little bit in third grade and then, but we really do it in fourth grade. But, you know, this game has prompted these kids to kind of do it on their own in their own free time. You know, the, the same skills you need to Google and, and research a particular topic, uh, in order to play this game are exactly the same skills they're going to need when they're doing a, uh, yeah. you know, a history paper in a few years. And, yeah, I'm just looking at some of these maps online, and it's um, wow. I mean, it's just it, it's mind-boggling. On now, it and what's crazy is that yes, it's very pixelated. It looks like early, <laughs> like Civilization, you know, one and two. It's just very pixelated. All you know, it looks old school graphics, but you're building it, and that that's what makes it even more, I guess beautiful i mean it, it, just the way it looks so i'm sure some of your kids have created some really neat things that probably have impressed you uh definitely definitely uh there's uh you know it's uh it, again I, we keep coming i keep coming back to uh the the lego analogy it's uh you know some kids play with legos and they they kind of slap a few legos together and they call it a house or a spaceship or a boat or whatever whatever they're making and then some kids just you know kind of have that gift and uh make something really artistic and incredible and it's uh it's kind of the same with minecraft you know there's some kids who can just kind of uh visualize what they want to create, uh, understand the tools that are given to them within the game, and, and just make it happen. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's, that's really cool. Yeah. What um, Have other teachers in your school, or have you talked to anybody that's talked about using this with other subject areas? Um, I have had a, a number of informal conversations about this. I mean, I've only been doing this since January, so this is this is all kind of new. It's all brand um, new. It's all brand new, um, and I've already sort of have a whole 
I, I'm, I'm on my spring break now. I go back uh, next week, and I'm going to start with a whole new set of kids, and I've already have all these ideas of how I'm going to do it differently. Oh, yeah. But I have had all the uh, several informal conversations, uh, mostly with the second grade classroom teachers, because they're the ones who you know are in the room with me. They're interacting with it. Yeah, and you know we've brainstormed. There's all sorts of social study things you could do. It's uh, very it would be very easy to do kind of a Native American unit. On this, you could kind of set up sort of a pristine sort of early American landscape um, and have people sort of inhabiting this and, and uh, you know, and then you could have, well, I don't know, you'd have to be careful. I'm not sure exactly how you would do it, but you could have either players in the game or the teachers or some other force coming in and changing the land and developing it and, you know, well, what does that mean for the land and are we still able to enjoy the natural beauty uh, yeah. What have we gained? What have we lost? Um, thing, things like that. Um, there's also uh, uh, such potential uh, for for math classes. Uh, you know, just figuring out. Well, you know, okay, I'm building a building that's uh, ten blocks wide by ten blocks uh, long and x number of blocks high. How many? How much? How much resources am I going to need? You know, if you have to go into the mine and uh, use a pickaxe and uh, sort of get every block of stone that you're going to need uh, to build this building, you know, it's useful to know how much how much you need. And there's a um, there's some rudimentary science stuff you could do as well. There is. Um, you can sort of transform some objects into other objects, and there's even some very basic machinery you can make in the game. Circuitry, you can make uh, hmm. levers that connect to doors that uh, that open them up, and and some other effects. So, I mean, you could teach some very, very, very basic concepts of circuit design uh, with the game itself. So, you know, th- these are things that I, I've talked about with teachers. I, you know, I don't know exactly what, if anything, will come to fruition, um, but you know, even non-techie teachers, uh, once they see what's going on in the classroom, and then more importantly, when they see just how engaged the kids are and how their their minds are, you know, really racing and their imaginations are going, you know, they, they kind of get it and they're like, well, gee, you know, where, how else could we, what other subject areas could we use this in to tap right. into that same energy? That's fascinating. I, so now I have a question for you that Sure. I have personal interest in it as somebody who has tried to, um, you know, use a game, especially an online game, um, in the classroom before. Did you run into any, um, I guess, either skepticism or you know, overly cautious administration? Did you did um, you have to sell the program? N- not really. I mean, I'm I'm lucky enough to work in a school that has a very progressive uh, philosophy. Um, and you know i'm i'm somewhat autonomous in in the uh, uh curriculum i i create i mean i think you know it, if you're a science teacher you you, you have to teach uh, x y and z if you're a math teacher you have mm-hmm. to teach certain skills but uh something i've just noticed about computer teachers is you know it, it's not that we're making it up as we go along <laughs> but um, but you know things Jerry are changing. does, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So, but things are changing so fast, and you know, uh, in order to do a good job and do a service to these kids, you know, you you do have to be uh, keeping up with the times and coming up with new content. So, you know, for, because of all these reasons, I guess I had a little uh, freedom to, to to come up with uh, um, my own projects and. Uh, no, I mean, I, there, there were a few people in the school, uh, my, you know, my department chair and the and the administrators and the principal. They, they were all they were all fine with it. They sort of get uh, the value of gaming in schools and uh, you That's know, fantastic. and encouraged me to run with it. Yeah, no, I was really, uh, really uh, uh, pleased about that. Um, but no, there were there were teachers that you know, absolutely, I kind of explained what I was doing and they sort of rolled their eyes and <laughs> or. Uh, you know, said, well, you know, that's nice. You know, we'll, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll, you know, drop them off in the library when you're done. You know, that, that kind of thing. Um, and you know, but and and I, I I do feel that I got some converts kind of once they once they a number of teachers really got it, and you know, some didn't. Uh, you know, I still get some blank stares from from some teachers who just you know they they. 
they don't play games themselves. They they don't have kids who play games, or they think they're a waste of time. And you know, I I, I guess I'm not setting out to change their minds. Um, and uh, one thing I learned early on as a teacher is that <clears throat> even though you might have different philosophies from different teachers, uh, you, you all reach children in different ways. So even though teachers that use gaming will reach a lot of kids, they're not going to reach everybody. And the teachers that don't use gaming, they're going to reach kids that you might never reach. Absolutely. So it's you, you cover all different angles. So it's, it's, it's good to have some variety. Absolutely. So um, just looking here, the if you had to uh, – if you were telling somebody just – they want to use Minecraft. They're interested in using it. You know, definitely we're going to lead them to your site, which is you know uh, the Minecraft teacher. And then, uh, what other sites would be helpful for somebody trying to to start this out? Um, well, they they have to understand the game. I mean, if they're going to specifically use Minecraft, uh, you know, they got to get the game. They have to get the game. They have to play it. Great. Um, they have to play it sort of in its default form. You know, if if they are like me and are going to start thinking about, well, gee, what do I want to add to the game? What do I want to remove from the game? They kind of have to understand how the the default game works. So uh, the the Minecraft wiki is vitally important. Uh, there's also a very very active uh, forum community called, uh, I believe it's just Minecraft forum.net. Uh, I, I believe it's it's linked from the the official Minecraft page and. Uh, you know there are a lot of people and uh, who are who are willing to help and to, and answer questions and uh, can really get. Uh, so I'll contact you when once I get this going. And yeah, you can contact <laughs> you. Just uh, no, I'm I'm happy to answer questions too. Uh, um, here's one little plug. I do have a contact me form on my uh, on my website, and I yeah, and I cannot tell you how many people are asking me questions but leaving. Uh, you know, checking the anonymous box, and it's like I can't answer your questions if I don't know who you are. It's really kind of mind blowing to me uh, that people are doing this. But you know, that's uh, contact me. Try to yeah, contact well, me back. Right. Um, well, I think that works out. So uh, yeah, you definitely have to get Minecraft, and we'll put this all on our uh, our show notes and uh, and ha- and have it there on the, on Edge Reach. So, you know, I'm looking here. It says, uh, now, this one's saying Minecraft's 25% off during beta pre-purchase now. Yes. Uh, So so the game is still in beta, um, which, uh, I mean, is that that a common enough term? I I never know. I never know what's a common. Yeah, no, it's it's just not in complete. They're not ready to say, yes, this is the final version you know there's right. always updates after that but you know yeah that's right. that's good um but you know i think sort of uh that term also implies that there may uh there can and are uh bugs to be found in the game um, yeah. so you know uh, so how much does how much does this cost i believe it's uh 15 or 20 euros these days oh, great. yeah so, <laughs> no it's uh it's made uh, it's made uh, it's uh, it's by a swedish company it's uh, the game was actually made by one man marcus, marcus awesome. person pearson um <laughs> uh, you guys were having uh, trouble with the name last week too i think so uh, you know it's 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 pretty it's, it's an amazing story too he was a, a you know successful game developer by all rights and he sort of had this idea for a game quit his job spent basically a year Working on this type of game, iterating uh, on his own, and uh, you know he created something wonderful. There's millions of people playing this game. Uh, there's you know tens of thousands of people writing code for it. I, people are really excited about this game. I think you know I've been playing games since you know the Atari 2600 days. Since uh, you know I remember my my, <laughs> cousin, my cousin brought over a Pong machine. That was that was really eye opening. That's awesome. Um, and you know this this is something new. You know it's it's you know there, there's there's obviously plenty of things in the game that you've seen before in other games, but the whole package. This is kind of the beginning of a new genre, and I think it's very interesting that the game looks so simple and blocky and pixelated. Yeah, uh, it, it does remind me 
you know, of just a simple Atari games. Yeah. Um, and I, I just Something think it's good. Doesn't have to be super pretty. Right. But, you know, I think it's the beginning. I think in uh, five years or ten years, we're going to have games like, you know, maybe not Minecraft, but games like Minecraft, this style of game, this world creation game that look photorealistic or look like the games do today. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 it's just really exciting for me as a gamer, as a teacher, to, you know, to watch this develop. Do you think that Minecraft is like the perfect storm that that makes it an ex- a, a good game to use in the classroom, or do you see that the genre it's sort of you're talking about is going to put out a lot of other games that are going to be used for the classroom, or do you even see that there are other games out now that you think could be used in the classroom? Well, I mean, I, I think tons of games can be used in the classroom. I think that's what your uh, your whole uh, podcast is about. Um, mm-hmm. But you but you mean specifically of this style? Uh, well, I mean, Minecraft is is. Uh, is the first, and I think you're right. There, there is sort of a perfect storm. It was, it was the right game in the right place at the right time, and it got a lot of people excited about it. And you know, I just think it really, uh, you know, I don't think I explicitly stated this, but you know, the the game really is about creating things, not destroying things, and that's yeah. pretty unusual in gaming. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and that's a good point. I yeah. think, yeah. I think uh, there maybe there was this sort of like. Uh, unfulfilled hunger, desire for for this type of game, and uh, you know, uh, that's, I think that's why Civilization does pretty well because it's it's the creation. You're you're building something, you're making something, mm-hmm. and it's yours. Right, and you know, and the same is true of The Sims and SimCity and uh, a lot of other a lot of other types of games, um, or or Second Life. I mean, a lot of people uh, say look at the success of the way people are playing uh, Minecraft online and saying, well, you know, Second Life already did this. Um, I don't know if you've ever talked about Second Life in your uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, actually when I referred to myself as someone who was who had been trying to get a, a game in the classroom. I, uh, I I did try for a very long time to, to be able to use Second Life in the classroom. I spent a large part of my graduate degree um, looking at Second Life in the classroom. And also from my standpoint with the visual arts, you know, something like Second Life being very developed and with its 3D building skills really lends itself to a lot of the 3D animation programs that I teach. So, yes, right. I had a little, yeah, he a little knows, history. He knows about Second Life, Second yeah. Life. So I mean, you know, all all of that stuff was there. You know, the, there's other games that let you be creative, but I, I, you know, Minecraft, you know, Second Life, you're using, you're using a, you know, you you have to log into these uh, this company's game servers and you have to kind of play their way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Minecraft is designed to be open ended and extensible. Yeah. You know, I can run my own server. I can set the rules of my game world. You know, and I you can I mod it, it too. Absolutely. So it's based, it's it's open source. It's not open source technically. Um, it's it's it it is closed source, but you know there's a lot of very resourceful uh, hackers out there. Okay, so it's, hackers it's, in the classic sense of the word. It's not intentionally they, made as open source. Right. It's not. However, there is. Uh, they've been talking about in a in a upcoming update in the not too distant future. They will be releasing a modding API, meaning Ooh. you know they will be. Uh, supporting, like, officially uh, supporting... Uh, it's kind of the framework that lets people uh, write their own mods that, that are sort of guaranteed to, to, to work with the game. Um, so, you know, the developers uh, are, are very, very much aware that part of the success of the game is, you know, kind of the, the community contributions, and, the, and they, are, they are working towards making that, uh, uh, you know smoother for everybody. I mean, right now you you do have to kind of get in there, get into the files, and change some of the, the, the core game files around in order to get some mods working, uh, which is not something that... which it, it's It kind of raises the barrier to entry, but, you know, in, in a year from now, Minecraft is just, you know, it's really going to be like, you know, clicking checkboxes. Well, I want I want my game to have this mod, this mod, and this mod. I want to change these things. I want, yeah. you know... It'll be a little bit more smooth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's still... The game's only about a year old. It's not out of beta, and uh, uh, it's still rough around the edges, but, you know, I, I, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to start teaching with it because it's just so cool and lets me do so much. That's great. That, and, you know, that's one of the biggest... Uh... 
the biggest challenges we had. That's why we actually ended the second life thing and started looking at um, open sim, which is, you know, like you said, unique to your server and your your ability to have a closed server, which is really that's very important. Yeah, yeah, especially in in public schools and I'm sure in private schools too. And uh, you know, we hope to have a lot more luck in in that area. But you know, I can't help but think the uh, the more simple graphics of Minecraft too helps because with Second Life and Open Sim and these very you know these huge programs that that you have to log into, you know, just that suddenly technology becomes a problem. Have, have you ever run into anything like that with Minecraft, or does it run pretty seamlessly? Oh, that's um, it runs okay. Um, it's, you know, it, it, it's a little deceptive. I mean, it looks very simple, the, the graphics, but it is creating a very, very large, detailed world. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the game is can going... Can you limit that? You can. You can, you know, you can... Uh, uh, there, you can sort of limit how far the player can see, which makes it easier for the the computer. You know, you kind of uh, uh, just sort of create a, a a fog in the game that um, makes it less taxing for a computer. And with some uh, server uh, trickery, you can actually limit the size of the world. So it it is it doesn't have to be a, a, an endless world. Um, but you know, it does it does tax the system. So we have uh, pretty recent uh, Macs at my school, iMacs and uh, MacBooks, MacBook Pros, and they they are able to handle the game. Um, but you know, uh, not every computer is going to run the game very well, and and especially to run a server, you do need a somewhat beefy machine. To, now uh, you you have a little bit more tech network side than than I do. Is this something that could be, you know, cloud-based? I mean, is that... I mean, it's... Um, well, in that uh, the server could be residing on the Internet, yes, absolutely. I, I run a local network that is just uh, in, in my classroom that's just for the kids in the room. Uh, but, yes, there is. I, I could do exactly the same thing with the server uh, on the Internet somewhere. Okay. Um, okay. Is, was that what you were asking? Or? Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm because a lot of schools, and I know there's there's a big push here in the state of Illinois where, especially some of the smaller school districts are moving to uh, a cloud-based system, uh, to where they're not having to put as much uh, hardware, and uh, some of the things can be handled, um, you know, through the cloud rather than you know being right there in the building within your school. Right. So um, that's well, Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean that's uh, that would be certainly feasible with the uh, the server side, but in terms of you know a kid sitting there at a computer playing the game, you know it's got to be a computer that can uh, you know has a certain minimal. He set still of has graphics. to he still has to have um, the software on that computer. Yes, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not like you're playing Halo or Crisis or something. It doesn't have to be uh, you know the the most powerful computer, but. Uh, it it does. I I I don't know what the minimum specs are. Uh, okay. Fortunately, the computers in my classroom meet them, so I <laughs> I, I don't go. need to know. Um, yeah. Well, um, Jerry, I, I I've learned a lot. <laughs> I yes, I myself as well. <laughs> I've learned a lot, and I, I definitely see myself uh, looking into this, and uh, you know, seeing about you know trying to get this implemented somehow. Um, oh, like it, like I said earlier, you know, it's already got a hold on my kids. You know, I, I'm coming yeah. to it late already again here. You know, I mean, I already got <laughs> kids playing it, so yeah, I have to, I have to know more about this. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah. And, I, I think you and and everybody listening should uh, go to Minecraft.net, buy the game. There, there is a free version of the game that you can play on the browser, but it's a very, very old, simplified version of the game. Um, it's not the experience that I'm talking about where it really generates this world right. and you're interacting with it. It's just, it, it, you, you sort of get a sense of the building aspects of the game. Um, but to really play the game as is intended, you do have to uh, buy it. And, you know, it, it's only 20 euros. You're, uh, it's, it's what money well spent. Well, actually, if you pre-purchase now, it's 14.95 euros. There you go. And then, and then in, if you wait, it, it's going to sell for 20. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the conversion rate now on euros is, but uh, I'm guessing it's going to be more than fourteen ninety five, uh, fourteen dollars and ninety five cents. 
yeah, but it's you know what it's 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 far less than uh, than a, oh, an Xbox game. So sixty dollars, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, go out and buy Black Ops, and that's that's not, <laughs> that's not right. So anything else? Uh, let's start with Jerry. Anything else you want to share? Um, you know, I just want to say thanks for taking the time to uh, to be here, and uh, I, it's absolutely fascinating. I think you're doing some awesome work. I'm just you know glancing over your website here and. Um, you know, you're absolutely right when you say it's deceiving because it's such a it's such a, a blocky, simple program. But you know, some of these visuals that I look at, some of these worlds are just absolutely stunning. Oh. So, uh, thanks for sharing them with us. Oh, sure, you're welcome. I'm, uh, you know, uh, my my wife I think is sick of hearing about Minecraft, but I uh, for anyone who <laughs> wants to listen, I I'm uh, I'm uh, happy to uh, uh, to keep talking about it and talk about what I'm doing with the kids. That's great. Any anything else? That's uh, I think Joel, great job, uh, <laughs> and I hope to uh, hope we keep in touch. And like I said I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this. And you know I have a few students I know that I could just um, you know talk to them about this, and they'll they'll get the game, and then they'll mess around with it, and then I think we could just kind of build up a small group uh that starts playing it so um yeah i mean that's you you were asking if there's anything else i want to say i mean that yeah. that's 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 almost exactly it you know even if uh you know you as a teacher look at this and say well this isn't something i'm going to do in my classroom or gee you know i need a certain amount of tech savvy um i'm sure all of us know kids that you know are into computers are into games but you know we feel they could be doing something more constructive with this. Uh, uh, turn them on to Minecraft. Uh, the, the kids love this game. Uh, they they really get into it, and they, they they spend their time creatively. They start socializing with other people who are also playing the games uh, in positive ways. Uh, they learn about computers. I mean, uh, as the more kids we turn on to this game, whether or not you're using it in your classroom, is is a good thing. That's yeah, a, it, it's not the as we place. talked before in a previous episode how. You know, most of the games the kids are playing are are really not appropriate, uh, you know, to <laughs> to be playing. So, right. yeah, some of them I you know like Left for Dead too, which right. you know I do have, but I have to play with the lights on. I, it's I it a scared. it's a great game, but you know what? I can't play it until after my uh, my five year old daughter goes oh, to bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Minecraft is a game we play together. It's the first game that, like, we both log in. We're in a world together, and that's it's just, really cool. It's 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 amazing. It's so much fun. She's getting a lot of a lot out of it, and uh, I, it's I, I, I'm having a ball. Wonderful. Well, Jerry, thanks uh, for joining. Joel, thank you so much for being our first guest and oh, joining my us. My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, Thank you all for listening to this week's Ed Gamer Podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. You guys can say goodbye if you want. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>